Hello and welcome back to Five Guys Podcast with me, your host Eddie Walker, and a smaller team of co-hosts today, my friends Will and Amir. On today's episode, we chat about everything that happened with the football. We'd like to say all the good, but unfortunately there was quite a lot of bad that came out of it. Uh, we also talk about Mr. Branson and his trip into space, the upcoming British Grand Prix, and I tell you about my experience of having to talk about sex education with an 11 year old. We hope you enjoy the show. It's a real shame he's not here tonight, actually. He's probably, he's probably got black eyes, not that we can see him, but he's probably a bit injured. Bless him. Well, I think but, uh, Sam, I Sam's giving him a bit of loving. Yeah, that's good, that's good. And, uh, well, I mean, I assume he wouldn't have told her anything about it because he doesn't generally no. tell her much. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's true, that's true. She'll know about it now after this after this podcast. I met up with him last weekend. We all went over to a um, place called Hogmore Enclosure out um, Alt- is it Alton Way. Somewhere I don't know. Um, he was chatting about some of the things that have been going on and. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't make for a particularly pretty. Nah, listening. can't be good, can it? Can't be good. No. What, what during the during the Euros or just generally? Just generally, but with lockdown with, shit. With also, I'd say I wouldn't say worrying. Well, I would say worry, worryingly actually is the caliber of new police officers that are coming through. Because a lot of them now are coming straight out of university. Yeah, lack of. No life yeah. experience, no yeah, communication yeah. skills and ability to deal with people and just making stuff worse. Yeah, but then sometimes, yeah, okay, making it worse, but also you don't, maybe they're trying to filter out the old school because the old school have got a pretty bad rep now, haven't they, to be honest, with um, hiding things, you know, this issue which yeah. has gone through. So maybe bringing in a new, basically like a, like a clean slate. I appreciate life skills, but everyone's going to have to learn you that. Can now, you can finish university yeah. uh, or graduate, whatever. You, then you go back to university, you do a year, and you can go from being someone like you or me mm. to a detective constantly. So you yeah. can become a detective after going to university for a year yeah. and then doing basic policing. William, and William, then, rustling, man. And then you're a detective. Russell, Russell, Russell. Good guy, Russell. Which Russell? Yeah. Brand? Kane? Don't know. Mm. Brand's a bit of a twat sometimes. Russell Kane's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, just chatting about that and some of the scenarios he's found himself in. Yeah. And you're just. So he was there, there, wasn't he? But would you say that he was. Um, with all respect, he seems to be pretty. F- yeah, we, we're biased, of course, because he's our mate. But he came from working in a catering and leisure centre. I know he was a PCSO for a while, but as we know, and he said in the past, he just sat on the back of a bus in Harrow, playing on his computer, eating KFC. So what did he go into regarding his his experience? Okay, life experience, fine, but as experience in the job. Communication skills. You've got to talk to people big time. And that's the thing that, you know, from, you know, working at Brunel and working with students quite often, and this isn't a generalising comment, but mm. you quite often find they don't know how to have um, like reasoned debate with people. They don't understand. Ego that takes over. Maybe. You, you, you can't mm. have everything your own way, and nothing is simple. Nothing is yes or no. 
No, I agree. I, I find and that you, with some people. Um, you have to be able to see that and interpret <coughs> the situation. You can only get that through, <coughs> you know, I, yeah. I the only thing I can relate to is when we used to do the doors and you have the, the travellers come yeah. to the club. Yep. And let's be honest, you, as much as you want to basically just be frank with them and tell them to, you know, where to go, yep. you just can't, you just don't do that, do you? Because if you just you say you befriend them, but you give them a bit of respect, but still you get your own way. Um, so yeah, I know what you mean. And if you've come straight from university, you come across travellers and you're a, a trainee, you think, you're you going to kick your, them straight to the nuts, aren't you? You do your door license, go yeah. straight onto a nightclub door, thinking that everything that you've been taught is going to work. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're going to get a bit of a fucking wake up call. You are, yeah. You know, when you have to stand there and do door selecting, I'm standing there and. The, 95% of the people coming in are two foot taller than me. Physically, I can't stop them, but you have to know how to talk to people. That's including the women as well, ironically, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They're fucking more dangerous than half the men. <laughs> no, I think I think Namir was implying that you're four foot three. Two. Two, sorry. Not far off. It's yeah. fine. But what he lacks in height, he, he gains in length, so don't worry. That's what I've heard anyway. <clears throat> We all know that's what Dr. Doctor, Doctor, Doctor Raj. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Page 12. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm. Boy, yours. I've got to go because I've got to start cracking on with some dinner because the wife's due home soon. Oh, well, is she? She was supposed to be home. She's going to be getting something fitness related. Uh, yes. She's been to an LBT class. LBT. Long. Legs, bums, and tums. Oh, nice. Yeah. In um, two, sorry, in two weeks' time for a podcast, uh, I might, well, I will be in Tenerife, but I was thinking about trying to do it from there as well. Tenerife, until you're going to go. Have you, have you booked in your um, PCR? Don't need to do it on the way out there. Oh, really? Not Tenerife? Yeah. Oh, green, green list opens, now, isn't it? It opens up on what? It opens up on the nineteenth, doesn't it? See, my mum went to Portugal last week. She did PCR on the way out at Gatwick, and she's yeah, she's there for ten days, and I think she's got a PCR on the way back. But anyway, when she comes back, she's fine. She doesn't have to do this quarantine crap. Yep. Um, ah, good stuff. So I can't travel still. We're labelling this as a nice little bonus podcast. Yeah. And oh, what, in two weeks' time, or this one? This one. And then when Jerome's free, we'll get the proper shindig yeah. on, on how the how London went down last night. Yeah, yeah. We, we need to, we need the dirty detail. We yeah, and that'll I'll be on dirty, the full podcast. Dirty detail from Steve as well about his granny bashing. It's been a while since we heard about, his granny, about his granny bashing. Yeah, he's very quiet on the, the podcast, isn't he? I think my I think Bertie wants to reply more than Steve half the time. I think he's tired. He works a lot. Well, he obviously works five days a week. He's doing sport. Six or seven evenings a week? No, no, mate. He's um, he's bowling. Sorry. He's uh, <laughs> implied in sport. <laughs> I, I thought he was just uh, taking a leaf out of Dr. Raj's book and masturbating all the time. Well, he's been single for a long time, so I wonder if he's been. I wonder if he's the one that actually sort of informed Dr. Raj about overwanking, made himself sore, and suggested that Dr. Raj might want to put it in the book. <laughs> when did he last have a missus, uh, Stephen? I don't know. Did he ever have a You'll have to ask Steve, though. Well, he's not here, so I have to ask you. Uh, I don't know. It's a while ago. Yeah. Very protective over him. If it was me, you'd be talking about my back like God knows what, posting it online. 
Hold on, hold on. Who who was who was the uh, the person you said you'd got with? Who? Namir. You didn't have any photos. Who was it? Just the other day. You were a girlfriend with. Trying to be all clever. I'm not going to repeat myself, am I? Yes, you are. No, I'm not going to repeat it because I have no idea. I remember we spoke, but I cannot remember who we were talking about. <laughs> Find it in the That's, chat. Hold on. There this is. is why we have a chat group. So, no, I, ha- I was with her, but I don't want to repeat it. It's not right on, on uh, you know, like the uh, airwaves. Oh, oh hold on. Hold on. Uh, before Mary. Yeah. Oh, you were with Josephine Joubert. Oh. Yes, out of Death in Paradise. Death in Paradise. Yeah, I was, yeah. Uh, Ed, oh my fucking God. Namir, I used to go out with her. Ed, she is a goddess. Namir, before Mary. And I just went, good one. Uh, Namir ditched her as she was so me, me, me and begged me to come back. I said, pick or it didn't happen. Namir, I don't don't publish my life on social media, so why would I picture? Yeah, on fucking social media. Memories are in my head, yeah. Memories of seeing her on Death in Paradise and your visual wank bank. No, mate, I used to date her, mate. We used to go out together. She she, she went to Cranley. Sorry, was that you used to sedate her? Yeah. She was one of my my harem groupies. Yeah, you wish. I I wish. Poor... What's well, hey, how's, how's, your, how's your love life, William? Just a single. I'm just happy. Tindering, swiping, no, grinding. Not doing no, not doing anything. I'm no. focusing on, on me yeah. and my Penis. life and creating a routine for the girls. And that's the most important for me at the moment. Very good. Very mature of you. Spoken like some kind of adult. About fucking time. I mean, you wait until Potworld opens next week. <laughs> it all goes downhill. <laughs> Is that going to be reopening then, the bars and stuff? The yeah, on Monday. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you think it'll be really busy? And you'll leave on Tuesday, cheers. Do you think Bridge I, Street will be busy for the first I, time in like yeah, seven years? Guildford's going to be fucking heaving. Do you think? Oh, Mr. Casino is going to be very happy. Should we go out? I'm, 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 well, I can't really. Will, Will, you know, I'm, I'm back down in Sussex. Hey, Ed, should we go out? Really, the old days? <laughs> I don't think I can well, on on fourteen hundred and fifty calories per uh, per day. Go out, get shit faced, get well thrown out, get thrown out of a club, and then get in trouble with the wife. Yeah, great. I can't wait to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you're not allowed to do it since what you got met word? Come on, I, mate. Let's do I, it. I would fucking hilarious. A hangover. Oh, I wouldn't be able to cope with it. What day does it open up? Monday. Monday, Monday night. Ah, oh, see, Monday is Eid. Eid al-Adha. Eid al-Adha is Monday, so I can't do that. That's, that's a pretty bad day for drinking, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Any no, day no. is a bad day for drinking for you, but you don't give a fuck. Yeah. Oh, well. All right, guys, I'm going to the gym now. Good sure. work. Peace out. Such a great example to mankind, aren't you? <sighs> yeah. Going to go chase some ass on the treadmill. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Catch you later, boys. Bye-bye. Did you uh, give in and watch the game in the end last night or not? Uh, I did, mate. I did. Um, Out of... uh, Because I started drinking wine and that was just... Just bad, wasn't it, really? I wasn't going to go to the gym, was I, drinking wine? No. Yeah, me and Dee... 
So it's the only it's the only game out of the tournament we've actually watched. Yeah. Because yeah, you know, it could have been quite historic and everything, but actually Yeah. Ironically what it's turned into is being <clears throat> historic for all the wrong fucking reasons. I know, mate, I know. And that everything that happened <clears throat> during the game last night and what's happened since and actually before Before the game, forget yeah, before. Yeah. That's yeah. everything that I hate about football. Oh, I know. It's terrible, isn't it? It's it is dominating awful. the news, isn't it, now? Yeah. Every news channel is on. And then if you think what, um, you know, it was pretty dirty sport football, but then rugby, they're bashing each other's heads, aren't they? But nothing. You never hear anything about rugby, do you? Before, There's... after, you know, like grudge matches with France and Scotland, nothing. You could have... Oh. A rugby match, whether it's England, Wales, England, Australia, <laughs> England, New Zealand, whoever, and you could mix the crowds up. Yeah, I know. And, and you do, though. Any of that. But you do mix the crowds in rugby. That's the point. They're all over. And no, then, uh, it's, it's disgusting, mate. Utterly shambolic. And then the racism following after. I said to Mary last night as a joke, not, not a joke even, just as a comment before turning everything off the iPad. I said... Just realise that two white guys scored the goals and three, you know, black guys didn't. You wait for the racism tomorrow. With a bit of gesture, oh. I'm not expecting it. And it, it was just horrible. You know, they've gone from hero to zero with one kick, these uh, footballers. Um, I just, I've never, you know, it's not that I've never believed that racism is real or anything like that. Yeah. But this has, I'm just <clears throat> absolutely fucking gobsmacked. I can't believe it. Yeah. You know, gen- I'm just like, you know, seeing some of the stuff. I mean, there was, um, there's a, a profile on Instagram. Uh, it's an anti-racism one. And they actually posted some of the comments people <coughs> made. Oh, yeah. And I, <laughs> I just, I can't believe it. I'm yeah. genuinely shocked, disgusted, and... Yeah. Um, is it bad that I obviously heard about the post and I woke up this morning? Is it bad that I went trying to find some of these posts just to see like how what level? I saw one post and that was all I wanted to see. It was. I, I think horrible. you know, there's there's that curiosity. You know, you yeah, curiosity. Exactly, you, you, yeah. you hear lots of people saying, you know, and part of it's disbelief oh, is that I didn't think really? people would actually say that stuff mm. and some of it is from fake accounts because people set it up because they're fine as fucking pieces of shit yeah um but then some of them are from people and you can see their family like their wife and kids in the background in the photos yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it's i'm just down. like you you are you are actually that person <laughs> i would call uh, them a person to be honest but i know what you mean well yeah um yeah it's interestingly right? there was um one of the the accounts we follow a group called all call signs put a post up just now saying we're now at the point where just not being racist isn't good enough. You have to be anti-racist. Mm. You have to be pro-anti-racist because just not being <clears throat> racist isn't good enough anymore. Yeah. So, you know, I just... See, I get this abuse as well, and typically from you guys. <laughs> you know, just being an Arab. So, you know... Oh, wow. What? Nothing. No, 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 no. Nothing at all. Okay, mate. You, you, you keep going down the dairy aisle, yeah? Um, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> like, going down the pork aisle. Yeah, pork aisle, yeah, exactly. So, 
racism is obviously one aspect of it, and the rioting is another aspect. The other aspect is why is it being made to be... They, the commentator said, if we win, the team will be immortal. You know, it's just the Euros. Bring any other team in from outside of Europe, in South America, they will smash us. Yeah? Why is it such a big thing that it's like, you know, we need a bank holiday if we win. Everyone can go into work late if we win. It's To me, that's this also is, a very pathetic side of it. This is what the UK does. This is a typical thing for the UK. Mm. You know, it starts talking about a fucking bank holiday because we win the Euros. That is that's pathetic. That you, it shows you want... how desperate we are to do something in the world. Um yeah, and you know, you know, there's there's this all this big furore around <clears throat> this the uh, Italian player that grabbed the lad's shirt and pulled him back. Mm. Now, yes, you know, should it have been a yellow card? I think it might have been a yellow card. Should he have been sent off? Yeah, probably. But if you look at that situation, if he hadn't have done that, it's quite likely our player would have gone on and scored. Mm. So actually. You know, being an older player, he's like 36, 37, very experienced. He's thought, you know what? If I take a yellow card for the team, then mm. that's worthwhile taking. Because, yes, it's aggressive style of football. But you see it in, you look at something like basketball. They will intentionally foul other players mm. to stop them from scoring a three-pointer, to put them under the basket and do free throws. Because under the pressure, there's likely they won't score. Or they won't score all two or three points. You know, mm. even in F1, aggressive driving, and they, a driver will push another driver off the track because he knows, all right, I might get a five-second penalty. Yeah. But, you know, and I don't know, I just think... Because, you know, people saying, oh, you know, oh, we lost, but we only got one yellow card, and they won, but they got five yellow cards, so I'm happy we're losing. And I'm like, well, from any sport, nice guys don't win. Yeah. I um, commend that challenge in every sense of the word because I think it was the best thing he could have done in the situation, and that is experience talking. Yeah. He knew if he hadn't won it. 25 years, whatever he's got experience of playing football from when he started as a youngster, he knew he was never going to catch him. Yeah. Pull him back. I would have done exactly the same, and I would have taken exactly the same punishment. Yeah, and yeah, it was it was on the very cynical side, but it was far enough away that he knew it was never going to get sent off. And yeah. I, from a, I mean, I um, clearly English, but I was just sat watching on my beanbag on my cod in my flat, and um, part of me just wanted to say fair play. You know, the thing is, though, right? Is he's actually done that professional foul whatever you want to call it now throughout that game and this is another reason why I don't watch football and I hate it is because and England were absolutely guilty of this as well is they would half collide with another player roll around the floor look up at the referee waiting for a free kick yeah, yeah. and not get one and I'm like well how's that any different at least the guy actually fouled you so did anyone tell, has anyone told the footballers in general, whether Premier League or international games, that there are cameras on you? You know, you will look like an utter penis when, you know, you, you look at the ref and then you get straight back up again because, you you know, you're acting. Yeah. 
wasn't good enough, basically. Half the free kicks, in my opinion, weren't even worthy of being free kicks. Hmm. Because when you see the replay of it, I'm just like, what? You didn't, you hardly touched each other. You just got a decent dive. I know. And where they did get touched is not where they hold on because they kind of touch the uh, shin and then they're holding on to their upper leg or thigh or groin or head or whatever. The only one that genuinely looked painful was, was it Grealish that got studded in the upper thigh? Yeah, yeah. Got stamped on, didn't they, kind of thing, yeah. But arguably, though, he should have gone in studs up the player, but it wasn't, well, it didn't seem intentional to me. No. See his foot bounce off the ball and he catches him. Yeah, it's painful and it's probably a yellow card, but... I don't know. The um, the standard of refereeing throughout the tournament has been very, very good. Um, yeah. It's been commended by so many people. And, uh, yeah, it has been very good. Uh, and I don't think last night was any different. I think they, allow, they allowed a lot to go. Um, and, and that is a very good thing to do because... As you say, there were so many there were so many times where both sets of players were rolling around the floor, looking at the referee, <clears> thinking, "Oh, hold on, it should be a free kick now. Why is it not a free kick?" Yeah, yeah. and yeah. you know, and I think from what you know, as someone that doesn't understand football, doesn't like it, I'd look at that and I'd see our England player lying on the floor. The game's carrying on, advancing towards you know in Italian possession, I'm like, well, we're a man down now because he sat on the floor hoping to get a free kick. You're almost disadvantaging yourself. I don't know. Maybe it's, uh, maybe there's a reason for it and there is, it, like, it's a technical <coughs> play. I don't know. Maybe I don't understand the game enough, but. Well, basically, it ain't coming home put it that way. That's kind of the underlying thing. It never, it never was home, so I don't know why it's coming back home or coming home. So that's, again, another farcical line. Uh, which yeah. Michael said very politely, saying <laughs> it never was home, so shut up. Yeah. <laughs> In the press conference, you know, like two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, oh, well, onward and upwards. Welcome. Yeah, that's enough talk about football. We've had enough oh, of it over the last yes. couple of weeks. Agreed, agreed. Um, well, I, uh, one last thing about football is that uh, I am very much looking forward to the Premier League season starting. No, I, I'm not quite <laughs> sure what. Not quite sure what I'm going to do with myself for the next uh, three, four weeks. Is that all it is? When's the first game? Beginning of August, I guess. Yeah, mid August. Should have been mid August, probably. Not um, fucking long enough. <laughs> what am I going to do? What am I going to watch? And that's the problem with international football. <coughs> Have a wank. Yeah. Okay. That's a thing. Like <laughs> Preferably not on the <laughs> podcast. Take <laughs> thirty seconds. <laughs> you want me live stream? Oh, I've finished. Done. <laughs> yeah. You only uh, found it already. Is that found um, it, finished, done, cleaned up. Did anyone watch any of that uh, Richard Branson and his uh, Virgin Galactic going into space? A little bit. No, I've not seen the live stream yet. I, I want to know. What he, the people, I think he was on there with five or six other people. And their employees, I'm intrigued to see how they kind of were chosen to go onto the, onto the uh, space, I don't know what you want to call it, a spaceship. Um, it is, isn't could, it? It, it properly takes it off went out, yeah. It's not like a, um, a rocket and then you come down on a parachute, is it? It's yeah. like a proper 
It's pretty impressive. Yeah. But I don't um, understand the point. I think space was it's space. Don't be trying to get into space. Don't try to get on Mars. It's just it's not. I, it's not meant to be. Just just leave it alone. It it's just toys for the ultra rich, the one percenters. Exactly. Exactly. You know, the only thing I'm happy with is the fact that he beat Jeff Bezos getting up there. <laughs> well, I thought he was having really? trouble, uh, Branson, financially. Of course he is. Hold up. It, will it be affordable? Is my concern. Who for? Us? No. <laughs> so, so of course not. What's the point even thinking about it or talking about it? It just doesn't make. To me, it, there's no point. If it's yeah. not financially, if it's not not viable, if it's not. Uh, I don't think it's for the masses, though, mate. Is it? It's more. It's, it's just, a niche. It's, it's a small, small number of people. Big money. Toys for the one percenters. That's all it is. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I don't think I'd want to go up there anyway, to be honest, even if I had the money. I think I'd be just scared to get up there. Um, I've got a little story to tell you. I need to read from a book. And it's Dr. Raj. Yeah. Sorry, oh, Dr. Dr. Raj. Raj. He, he has a great TV show on CBeebies. Yeah, how to grow and feel amazing. <laughs> how to grow. <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that because uh, Jude was at school and he had his um, RSE lesson. What the fuck is RSE? Relationship, relationship and sex education. Relationship? Is that what it's called now? Wasn't it something yeah, different? Yeah. It was just sex ed for us, wasn't it? So is that his textbook? Or is that something you bought yourself? No, 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 no we bought this for him. Uh, <coughs> oh, it's a, it's a kid's, it's not, it's not for you? No, it's for him. All oh, right, okay. <clears throat> and he'd had these two lessons at school and came home from school. He came down one evening, he said, um, I'm a bit uncomfortable. And we're like, right, okay. About what? And he said, well, the conversations that happen in school today. Right, okay. He's like, but I, I don't really want to talk about it. And Dee was like, well, look, this is a conversation for, for you and Daddy. So I was like, oh, yeah, great. Thanks very much for that one. Um, so I went up to his room and said, right, what is it? You know, what, what is it you want to talk about? And we'll set aside some time. We'll sit down and we can either read through your book or we can talk through um, what it is that, you know, you're, you're sort of worried about. <laughs> and... Um, he grabbed his book and he said, it's, uh, I'll show you what it is. I, I don't want to talk about it now, but I'd like to talk to you about it later. And he brought up a page um, and it's this chapter here called Willie Talk. It, hold on, is this from Dr. Raj's book? Yep. And he got supplied that from school? No, we bought it for him a little while ago. And he's reading it at his, uh, at his like, own leisure? Yeah, he sort of, we think he reads bits of it every now and again. So hmm. just to sort of try and give him something to... You know that he can look at in his own time. So the first part that he showed me that he wanted to have a chat about was erections and ejaculation. No doubt it. Yeah. How did the how did the conversation go? Oh, I'll tell you in a minute. And then we had um, <laughs> masturbation and wet dreams. Has he started those yet? Not that I know of. And then we had to talk about uh, where babies come from. 
So what age would a child be when they realise where babies come from? Well, they teach it in school, so it's 11. So when do they teach it? They're teaching it now, then, basically, 11, 10, 11. Yeah. If yeah. they don't know before. And okay. they'll do it in more detail when they start doing biology as a single subject in secondary right, school. Right, okay. okay so at the moment, they just do science. And a lot of what they learn about is done through talking about animals in the wild. Yeah, fair. And then, obviously, they have to get down to... Um, get down to to the detail um, so yeah story well no yeah so i sort of you know so what is what is it you want to want to talk about what is it that's making you uncomfortable and we got back to this page and he saw and he, he's quite funny because he wouldn't sort of say anything he just wanted to like point at things and we had to talk about erections i was like yeah you know it happens um, and he said, he was talking about, um, fancying girls. Uh, and I said, you know, it, I was like, you're still 11 years old. I was like, so, you know, it, it, you might not be ready to start getting some of these sensations. So like erections and I was like, things like sex, I was like, legally, you're not allowed to have sex until you're 16. I was like, so for you at the moment, it's not even something to really worry about. So in terms of being worried about, you know, having sex and having those feelings and sort of thing, isn't something you need to sort of get stressed about. Did, he, asked, did he ask you about any past experiences? Hashtag. Uh, Mummy. Telephone box. Stacey. Uh... <laughs> Fucking wanker. <laughs> <laughs> Up a tree, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, there's so so many variations of the story going around, flying around everywhere, yeah. weren't they? Yeah. So uh, go on, go on, yeah. Tell me more. So, yeah, he asked me the question: um, Do you need to take all your clothes off to have sex? Which I was like, well, that's odd, but yes, no, actually, it's a fairly valid question. So, what was yeah. your answer? <clears throat> I was like, well, yeah, I was like, you need to be naked to uh, have sex. Okay. Like, but, but then also, he didn't necessarily understand the difference between, like, kissing and cuddling. He just thought you had sex, if that makes sense. So understand that if you're kissing and cuddling and that sort of thing, you don't need to be naked for it. Uh, what else did we talk about? Um, yeah, obviously, where babies exit from. Where do they come from? You know exactly where they come from. You no, got... mate, I did not look, mate. I was the opposite end. I was actually <laughs> having a, a rich tea biscuit with a cup of tea from the midwife, to be exact. She's a very nice lady, Annie. I didn't look. I got asked if I wanted to cut the cord. And... Yeah, oh, me too. I said, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's about relationships. So, obviously, me and Dee are married, man and woman. I said, but, you know, obviously, he understands about... Um, uh, gay and lesbian relationships and that you can um, get married and you can be together because his aunties um, are both married um, and he said well if you're gay how do you have sex oh. so question. I said well you know question. It's, a, it's a cracking question <laughs> and I said well in terms of children I was like if it was two men that were married then you would adopt or you would, and then sort of explain to him what a surrogate mother would be, and that that's an option. 
Um, and then obviously it's the same or similar thing with like his aunties who are married, lesbians. Sorry, can we go back like 15 seconds? Sex. Yep. How did you explain the sex between men and women? Didn't need to explain that. Didn't need to go there right now. No. <laughs> I don't, I'll have any conversation with you, but that's why that I'm, I don't, I'm, I don't know how you explain that in, um, you know, uh, yeah. and then I'll explain that like, uh, in an all-female relationship, again, you know, one might choose to be pregnant, and then sperm donors, uh, can actually go to sperm banks and, and all that sort of thing. So actually, he asked some quite sensible questions. Yeah, good. Did you give him sensible answers? Well, those those are the answers I gave. Whether he sort of um... William, mute yourself, mate, or feed us as well. <laughs> it's very noisy. But I, I managed to <laughs> I managed to stop short of um, reading out. But I'm actually going to read out loud to you some of the bits in here. <laughs> so we're going to discuss masturbation, and wet dreams. And what what age is this uh, uh, aimed at? Um, I'd say sort of ten and upwards. Okay. So yeah, masturbation and wet dreams. <clears throat> Some boys like to rub their penis until they ejaculate. This is called masturbation. In brackets, or wanking, or jacking, jerking off. It can feel nice to do this. But don't get too carried away. If you do it too much, your penis could start feeling pretty sore. Masturbation isn't just for boys. Girls make themselves feel good too. However, some people hardly ever masturbate or don't do it at all. And that's also normal. There are lots of myths around masturbation and I've heard them all. For example, one says you'll go blind if you do it. You'll be relieved to hear that these are all untrue. Exploring your body is part of growing up, and most adults do it too. During puberty, boys also often have sexual dreams, causing them to get an erection and even ejaculate in their sleep. We call these wet dreams. They can make a bit of a mess, but aren't anything to be ashamed of. Just wipe up the semen with a tissue and change your pants, pyjamas or bedsheets if you have to. So there you go. That's how masturbation and wet dreams is explained to an 11 year old. Sounds pretty innocent and easy, huh? <sighs> yeah. So, yeah, we had to uh, have that conversation. Uh, I, don't, I don't see any issues with what, what's been suggested there. I think it's all, he's hit the nail on the head there. I think. <laughs> yeah. Would well, you know what? Maybe become a doctor. This, um, this book is absolutely fantastic. And, you know, trying to sort of create a scenario with Jude where, you know, he should be able to come to me or D at any point and have those conversations. And yes, it's a bit embarrassing and it's a bit odd and weird, but I'd much rather him read a book like this and then come and ask me, you know, if in a couple of years time he says, Daddy, how do two guys have sex? And I have to, if I have to explain that to him, I'd need to explain it to him. You know, because there's a hell of a lot worse places to try and discover what sex <clears throat> is, well, isn't like. So, you know, searching fucking porn on 
Google is going to bring up all kinds of stuff where none of it's, you know, very accurate or true or anything. So, um, mm. yeah, that was um, that was the highlight of my weekend last weekend, having to uh, mm. yes, having to discuss wet dreams and masturbation with an 11 year old. Well, my story isn't that bad, but it's about last weekend, too. And I lost five kilos in three days and I shat myself six times. <laughs> so it's bad. not related to masturbation then <laughs> no but it's just as dirty and you have to use a tissue to wipe up the shit when you shit yourself um yeah proper dirty tummy virus it was just i was keeled over big time and i was a wreck utter fucking wreck yeah that's it's when you it's when you piss it's when you piss and then shit comes out your ass when you're pissing and you just can't stop yourself from either end and you're just you're stuck Literally. The thing is, though, is that sure you should only do that once, and then realise that each time you go for a wee, you should probably sit down. Well, Saturday I pooed twenty-one times on a Saturday. Twenty. Did you say you, did, you pooed twenty-one times? Twenty. And you know what? You guys are right. You've always told me that I'm full of shit, and I am full of shit. Five kilos worth, pretty much, of shit. Um, yeah, twenty-one times on Saturday. Sunday it was a bit less, probably more around fifteen, probably. Monday, Tuesday, still pretty bad. Um, then Wednesday, Mary got some tablets for me because she told me before that, you're fine, you don't have to go to a doctor, you'll be fine. Um, and so I refused then to speak to any doctor, although Eddie did say, don't be an idiot and go to the doctor. What tablets did she get uh, you in the end? don't know, these diarrhoea things from the pharmacy. And I'll tell you what, no, it was, um, no, it was not Modian, it was um, something over the, over the back of the counter. Something a bit more strong. I don't know what it was exactly, but it, was, it wasn't an emodium. It was what, a Bootsone cool. brand thing. Pretty much, but I didn't poo then. It was like instant, I can't shit now. I want to shit, but I can't. And I just sat there, nothing happened. Um, yeah, just the opposite. Anyway, I'm pretty much putting the kilos back on now because I'm not shitting like a horse, which is a real bugger. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I put on two kilos in about two days just because I'm pooping normally and retaining water, which is a shame. Uh, but yeah, that's my that's my highlights of my weekend anyway. How about you, William? Have you got anything interesting to tell us? TC or non TC related? He's muted. Yeah, he's a tosser, isn't he? Oh, uh, oh uh, there's me happily happily chatting away, answering questions. Um, no, I've got nothing to report. I spent all of Saturday doing risk assessments. Yeah. And Sunday. We went and had a McDonald's McFlurry. Very nice. And, and how, how is the uh, accommodation? Accommodation is going well. We Very picked a, picked some picture frames. Oh, I just nice. need to order some photos for them. I've got a picture. And, I can take a picture of me if you want. Um, no, you're right, actually. Thank you, though. Okay. Appreciate that <laughs> offer. Um, no worries. And, um, uh, yeah, so that was, that, that was my weekend. And then I came back and watched... Football with the, the with, with the same dinner that I've had four days running because I batch cooked the same thing and oh, uh, Mr. Adventurous. <laughs> when you've got a kilo of chicken breast, you can't. <laughs> it's sort of uh, yeah, but uh, no, that that was me. And then I will be doing risk assessments the next couple of days as well. Lucky you. Um, any predictions for this weekend's? Uh... Grand Prix? 
British Grand Prix, of course. Oh, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. I think it, it will be... First, it's the first weekend of sprint race as well. Yeah, I don't know much sense to me, mate, that. I think there will be a McLaren <clears throat> and there will be a Red Bull in the podium. That's my prediction. Yeah. Which way round? I do not know. Um... Yeah, I can't see... I mean, Mercedes might pull something out of the bag, but... That shit. I've got to find it. I think their season's done. Well... It just seems... They just seem to be so far behind that people thought it was track-specific, but that's not the case. I think Lando Norris will win. I hope he does. That'd be a dream. That'd be good, wouldn't it? If he... So well. Stupid he, question, but last year, was he the guy who took Hamilton's place for the race? No, uh, that's George Russell. Yeah. Sorry, George Russell. Okay, um, yeah, if Lando won in the McLaren at British Grand Prix, 140,000 people there. How many are going? Yeah. Big number. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, though, right, is the Euros, semi-finals and finals, were classed mm. as test events. Yeah. Hence why they managed to get all the people in the crowd. What you, from a Euro's point of view, what you can't control is the 10, 15,000 people that were all around Leicester Square, Trafalgar Square and all in London yeah, that were nothing true. to do with it. Which you don't and get. that is why we need Jerome. Yeah. <laughs> Being, and just for anyone that's actually listening, obviously we've said before that Jerome is one of our is part of our podcast and is also a Met Police officer. The best. Um, and, and was working last night. Was working uh, yeah. last night and was racially abused and assaulted. So. Well. Thanks for taking the time to listen to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have any subjects you'd like us to cover or if you'd like to feature on the podcast yourself, you can reach out to us on email address is the five guys podcast at gmail.com five is the number five or you can reach out to us on instagram again at the five guys podcast from all of us over here we hope you have a great day <laughs>